is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking booze no, and me. smoking I'm, not weed. Me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, off chopping with Jake and Tyler. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to some Michael McDonald. Don't you tell me about it. It doesn't matter what he's singing about. I want to hear it. You know? Fucking A. <laughs> Did you see the TikTok? Did you see the TikTok about the uh, little girl who wanted to see him in Des Moines? Yeah. And he waved at her and you saw that? Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Good job, Michael McDonald. Thank you. Well, I think, I dude, if I'm him, that. if I'm him, he's probably like, wait a second, a 13-year-old really likes my music? That's cool. Like, wow. Talk about timeless. You know? Yeah, you're going to span generations. Shit. Right? Holy crap. That's what you want art to do, right? It's the whole point of doing anything artistic is it's a chance to express yourself after you're gone. Duh. And that's why they do it. I just well, want recognition for my amazing songwriting. Yeah, like great songs like. Yeah, that's okay. That's so the podcast is already over. Oh, what is what's in my mouth? Do we have a what's in my mouth? No, I just wanted to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a fuck! You know what? There's people out there crash their cars because they was like. You know what? Lying. You know what? Back in the day, um, we didn't have like you know internet and whatnot, so we had to rely on basically whatever was going to be on. There you wasn't, you didn't have there wasn't demand. even a, we didn't even have a TV guide. We didn't have cable, so there was no guide, and it was a little box on top of the. T- so, you know, so Doctor Who was one of our favorite shows, and it was on PBS, but only some nights. And what always preceded it was this show where it was this guy, and it was called the Stargazer. And it was this guy, and he was like, always look to the stars. And he was in front of this really bad blue screen. It wasn't even green screen. Like, that's how old it was. It was blue screen. And he's just like, this is what you can see if you look in the northeast quadrant. And we would get all excited, right? Because maybe, maybe, it was vaguely entertaining enough to keep us interested because we knew maybe. Doctor fucking who, dude? You know, the, the, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? That, do yourself a favor. I want that to be a drop. Do yourself a favor and fucking YouTube the uh, Doctor Who opening theme from like the eighties, and it'll blow your fucking mind, dude. It's just like holy shit, I'm ready. I am ready to fucking get my mind blown. Okay. So, you know, we're watching. You know, we'd watch the Stargazer show, and some nights Doctor Who would be on afterwards, and other nights it wouldn't. And the point of that is that every time we saw that Stargazer show, we were like, maybe Doctor Who's on, but not every time. And you know what you did to our listeners who live and die by the what's in my mouth segment is you fucked them with a Stargazer episode and no Doctor Who afterwards. You fucking bastard. Nice. (laughs) You you fucking deserve it. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I, I don't know. I just I fucked it up. Let's I go on know. and talk I'm about it. Uh, so let's. There's a couple things we want to talk about. I have not seen Indiana Jones five. But, I did, but Tyler did. I, I wanna, did. I want to talk about because there's been a lot of discourse lately about the death of the cult classic, and I want to talk about that. And then you're gonna love what Mattel is doing. I Hoo am boy. excited. I didn't read ahead. It, do not. I this won't. going to make for one I don't like... Segment. See, the, the the basis of our old show, uh, Tinfoil Radio, which is what made it work so well, and it, it kind of devolved into something else, which is why it wasn't fun anymore. But in the original idea was, hey, Jake's going to research like a um, a conspiracy theory and then tell me all about it. And I'm not going to know anything about it, and then get rea- you know react to it and stuff. And it worked for a little while, but then we had to start talking about assholes like every fucking week. Um, but this, uh, I still like it when we have the ability to do that. Where I'm like, I don't know what's coming. Yeah, and uh, that's why we don't do the Griff report every week because uh, it's too much. 
It's just, you know, it, it's boring because they all have the same shit over and over again. Hey, Geeks and Gamers got demonetized, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they got remonetized. <laughs> of course. Because YouTube's a bunch of fucking cowards. Douchebags. Anyway, um, you know what they are? You are nothing but garbage, yeah. Nothing but garbage, Gaina. So, Tyler, mm. you saw Indiana Jones. Yes. And the Dial of Destiny. I have not. So, <clears throat> um, And the I, Temple of Destiny. And the Dial of Doom. Wow. So and the last destiny. I want to kind of interview you about this with without you know going too deep into spoiler territory. To, don't want to go uh, into. It's a time. So quite before we, let's establish some ground stuff here, okay. Um, are you looking to remain spoiler free for this movie for yourself? I have already had some of it already spoiled. Okay, do we want to talk about it off the air so I know what you've been spoiled and not uh, Well, we could we could pause so we don't spoil of, it for someone else. We could do a little wingity dingity. Um well, for those of you who don't know, wingity dingity is when we eat a bucket of chicken wings and then come back to the show. <laughs> could you imagine? What do you mean imagine? We do it every week, halfway <laughs> through the show. Wingity dingity. Hold on. Why so we're going to we discuss this to make sure we don't spoil something. Why do you think we have such high cholesterol? Because I'll, I'll hit the pizza time if we have to, is what Kay. I'm saying. Kay. I don't mind if this is kind of spoiled, because I already had my own thing about it. Hold on. <laughs> so we discussed it off the air. I did, in <laughs> fact, have an element of the movie spoiled for me. But yes. I, the thing that I had spoiled, I had already my own uh, suspicions about it anyway. So it wasn't that big of a spoiler. Which is kind of funny because it's actually a really small part of the movie. Well, um, I, and so as far <laughs> as I know... The plot concerns it, but the actual act of it is really small. I, it's, it's tough because I want you, you... I don't really want a lot... I'm a little in a weird spot because I hate... I need to get off film Twitter when movies come out because... Yeah, what the hell's your problem? They fucking spoil shit so much. Um... Because I had that Nick Cage cameo. Yeah, what the hell? Spoiled. What are you doing to yourself? I used to spoil myself. I, with, I should just when yeah. the first when the first I just delete Twitter anyway. When the first uh, yeah, yeah, I used to actually uh, I would read the wiki like the day a movie came out because I wouldn't see it till Sunday. Yeah, and I was like, I just wanted to see, and it was like, why am I doing that? I I like when I'm surprised i had no idea that shit in multiverse of madness was coming at all i had expectations however well i didn't i didn't have hardly anything of that spoiled or thor no me stuff. no i'm saying me neither i'm saying that was really cool but you know like it was it's actually a lot easier to remain spoiler free than you think yeah you're kind of but and so anyway if you're going to the source what, what i wanted to do is just kind of talk to sure you, see how vaguely you let's talk about talk it about it so um <laughs> You talked about on this show how you've like you even liked uh, <coughs> the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yes, I did. Um, so you were already going to be like, I feel like you had your own because everybody comes into a movie with their own bias, right? So I think you were going to be a little bit more positive on this movie, no matter what. Well, the first, I, I yeah. think there could have been things sure. that ups- like I don't think that you wouldn't be honest and be like, no, there's things that really sucked and blah blah blah. And so I saw your tweet about it, and I was like, oh, so. T- First of all, I was like, oh, okay, so you did see it. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of I had nothing to, to do on Monday. I just wanted to know what uh, your thoughts were. Well, first things first, like, if you really want to get to what was bad about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and it's not even that bad because he, he does a good job in the role and the story makes him, whatever. But uh, um, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Was really like, and then there was a segment. There was this scene, this whole like the fridge. I don't give a shit about the fridge, dude. I'm talking about Shia LaBeouf swinging with monkeys and shit. Oh, like, yeah. what the fuck is that, dude? These green screen monkeys. Shut up. That was stupid. But everything else was like an Indiana Jones movie. Like, what's your problem? Like, oh, j- shut the fuck up, dude. Did you not see the? T- I mean, I, I just. What are you looking for when you go to see an Indiana J- Jones movie? What I'm looking for is a fun summer movie that takes me away from the real world for a good solid two hours and makes and renews my you know faith and hope in you know uh something you just want a fun adventure movie yes 
just like George Lucas when he created the whole thing. He wanted to make movies like he had those serials when he was yeah. a kid. And those and those first three That's movies, how Star Wars came about too, a little bit. Those first three movies still I mean, there are clearly shots where you're like, okay, this is showing its age a little bit. But for the most dude, part... Dude, those first three movies hold up. Dude, The Last Crusade, the tank fight is still awesome. Still a great scene. Dude, all of that... And dude, you it's know, all practical. Exactly. And dude, that that is... Ex- Mangold fucking did a... Oh, okay. <laughs> so there wasn't... So how much CG was in it? Cause I'm Enough just kinda... to get by, honestly, because Harrison Ford is old. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're gonna have to have a stun double. You're gonna almost have to the entire, change. almost the entire the first. Is I'm not spoiling anything by saying almost the entire first 20 minutes is a is kind of a prequel recap exposition sort of, but it's basically a, a, an Indiana Jones adventure that takes place. I want to say 1939 ish, um, or for, I mean, it might have even been close to the end of the war. The way it, the things that were going on, um, so it might have been like 1944. But clearly what they had to do was they had to have a stunt double and then CG his face, you know, and do all that stuff. And there were moments during that first 20 minutes when you're like, ooh, yeah, a little. But you know what? Can I just say? At no point was I as turned off by this movie in all the seat, which again was not much. But at no point was I as turned off by it as I was by the fucking flash (laughs) when he was on screen. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, well, that's uh, his his costume's supposed to vibrate when he shut up. You just didn't want to pay the fucking animators. Well, you know what? Honestly, I was wrong. I didn't even think they even bothered. So they did have an actor that played opposite of Ezra, and then the, but yeah, they just deep faked his face on, and it's just like. Ugh. I don't know how much like Harrison like. Just can we okay? Can we can we decide? On- there there are moments where like okay, and I'm not spoiling anything, but there's a moment where like they t- it's in the preview. They take a mask off of his head. But that looks good. I didn't look bad. Just hang on. They take a mask off of his head and then they shove him down into a chair. Now that could very well have been Harrison Ford himself, and then they just de-aged him. However, there's also scenes like on a train, on top of a train, where clearly he's not. I mean, he might. I don't know. He's fucking spry as fuck, man. Like, I mean, yeah, but he he's does also a, in his seventies. He's he like eighty, like um, late seventies, almost eighty. He's yeah. ridiculous, he's up, yeah. but dude, he still looks good and he still plays the part well. And he does. I gotta look the, up his age now. There's a um, the interesting thing about what I said about the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull being the the yeah, one big 80. issue. Eighty. The one yeah, big right. issue with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and again, it wasn't even that big because again, he fit his character fit the movie and then the uh, the idiosyncrasies and the aesthetics of the Indiana Jones movies. So he was, you know, and he acted well in the part. He did what he was supposed to do in uh, in, in, in 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 Indiana Jones movie. Okay, yeah. um, so there's that, and then they they actually um, touch on that. In uh, this movie, they touch on what happens, uh, where he's at now. We, when we see Anina Jones, he's a broken man. He's uh, about to retire, and he doesn't have Marion anymore. He lives in this shitty apartment in New York, and you know he just, just he has nothing to live for really anymore. And the world has changed around him to the point where he doesn't even know what the world he's is. Old. Anymore. He's Harrison exactly. Ford is old. He's exactly. Old. Um, and then this woman comes into his life who happens to be a, uh, the, the story at the beginning of the movie has to do with her father. Her father is a big part of that first part of the movie. So you get to know her, her dad, this guy, Toby Jones, and then she shows up and whatever. And a lot of stuff ensues from that. And, um, it's basically, there's a mulligan. I won't even tell you what it is, but there's a mulligan that takes place that you see in the first part. And then the second part. And they travel all over the world. There's a great travel sequence like they used to do in the old Indiana Jones movies, but it's a little bit like updated. So it's like more like kind of a, like you're looking down on the map a little bit and, you know, and it's, you see like a car and then like a a plane, you know, it's really, really cool the way they did it. But Mangold, here's one thing people forget about the Indiana Jones movies because they're so fucking bombastic and the theme is you know it's it's bam bam it's loud and big but every fucking Indiana Jones movie every one starts with a very quiet scene 
there's almost no music, and you don't exactly know what's happening right away. The first one, he's in a classroom. He's teaching. No, he's in the jungle. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. He's with uh, uh, Alfred Molina. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But the point is, is that Mangold did that. He started the movie off like it's just a movie. Here's the title. Here's the people who are in it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he did it just like, I mean, he stuck, he stuck to the formula. Here, J.J. Abrams needs to look at what Mangold did with Indiana Jones 5. Okay. Mm-hmm. He needs to look at that and go, oh, that's how you're supposed to update a movie. Not copy it fucking scene by fucking scene and point story point by fucking story point, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to keep the feel of those movies alive. Now, Abrams did do a good job of that. In fact, I'm so proud of him for getting rid of the fucking lens flares and that shit. Thank you. Thank you so uh, much. So, well... But Mangle did what you're supposed to do. You update a movie by, a, or a beloved franchise by keeping the feel of it. And the story beats, I mean, it's not exactly the same because this is the first movie where the, the woman in it is not, there's no possibility, there's no romantic tension because there there's no possibility for that. She's his goddaughter. Yeah. So that's like the big difference from all these other movies. Yeah, the female is not at love interest. But she kicks ass. And I saw this fucking jerk off tweet. Like, uh, like one, I, I don't know who it was, oh, but yeah. it was like a. a, a oh, man, the hate A transgender woman uh, probably swimming for somebody. Um, but they tweeted it and said, like, oh, Phoebe. And I'm like, dude, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of scenes. I think she's very attractive. And there's a lot of scenes where it's like, wow. And here's something great that I love about this movie. Since there's no romantic tension with those two, they show, actually, there's a couple scenes, very memorable and very, you know, whatever, where they're in public places and there's guys around and Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character is like checking them out and they're checking her out. And and she's like kind of like, and then something happens where she's like, what, you know? But it's it's great because it shows that she's independent and she's she's um, she's comfortable with her sexuality, if that makes sense. And especially that yeah. time, that was probably very frowned upon. You know, obviously, um, women's lib was becoming a thing and whatnot and shit. Until the seventies, you couldn't own a credit card if you were a woman unless you had a husband. Um, you know, still these uh, days, it, it, if you want to get your tubes tied, if you're under the age of like 40 or something, there's a lot of doctors that just won't do it. And there's no law that says that they have to. The hate that Phoebe Waller-Bridger, is it Bridger or Bridge? Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, that mm-hmm. she gets, it's the same as the shit that Brie Larson catches. It's just they think because she had a show like Fleabag that was very uh, feminist and progressive and... A funny sh- like I've only seen a few episodes. I need to watch it now. It's it's a funny show. And she's awesome. It's it, it's an interesting show. She's, she's exactly what the what the what the franchise needs. She's very uh, Marion uh, Ravenwood. This, sa- but what I'm saying is, mm. there's. A, I was thinking about doing a Griff report, mm. uh, Griff yeah. report on this. Yeah. But it, no, it's 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 the same shit. Like it, seriously, it is the same that Brie Larson got because she fucking dared to speak her mind. And a bunch of losers on the internet were mad, and it's just so stupid. And and that's another thing too. Uh, you can clearly tell. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. It's so hard. Like this is what happens when you have a bunch of people like doing this stupid shit, where that any time a female actress has. Like I said, any thoughts of her own and any own independent thinking, mm. they have to, if it's not the right group of thought, they make them this big enemy. And they call her a horse face and, like, say that she she's fucking uh, nerdrotic with saying something like uh, Lucasfilm was failing because of mediocre white women or some shit like that. And it's just like, you guys don't, you don't watch this anymore. Because clearly, based on what you've been telling me and like her performance and everything, and I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. I think she's a good actress. I think Fleabag was funny. Like, um, 
I thought she was good on SNL when she was on that. Like, I should watch that too. I think she's a funny actress, and I and I think yeah, she. But like, fucking, what are we in fucking third grade calling someone we're, a we're, horse face? Like, grow right. the fuck but up. But we're also. And by the way, you know who was saying that? Fucking heel versus baby face. <laughs> I love it. He's got a lot of nerve. I love it um, when when people like. That's why it's so stupid to make fun of people's looks. Like, shut right? up. Yeah, dude. Fucking anyway. Um, the the funny thing is, to American audiences, you know, she's fairly new still, but she's been around uh, over in the UK and Europe for forever, and she's like an award winning playwright she, in her own right. You know, before Fleabag. So you know, we're just catching you know Phoebe Waller Bridge now, but she's been around for a while, and you know she's. She's making her own way, and and why wouldn't you want to root for that? You know, why wouldn't you want to root for somebody like that? Like that's cool. Like you just had a dream and you just made it happen. Like what am I trying to do with my music? You know. And I'm not saying like I haven't on this show made comments that were like based on someone's looks, yeah. but we, the difference we both have the difference is I'm not. Just making that, a th- like, trying to make that a joke and criticism constantly, like... Aren't we generally just firing back on douchebags who are this, talking they shit do, for nothing? Yeah, and they do this Trumpian shit mm. of, like, using these weird... Like, uh, the, the point is... Well, no, they just use these bully names. Like, that's all Trump ever d- does. And so then they, they attach names and make, give these stupid little nicknames to people. And it's just like, what are we doing? Like, you can't enjoy something... like. Everybody is so quick, and it's gotten worse and worse throughout the years, but everybody is so quick to see something and be a, like a franchise, and yeah, there's no reason to have a fifth Indiana Jones movie. There's a, no reason for any of this shit. But, but I'm but, not sad. I mean, I'm glad they so made one. But they're so quick to see that and immediately hate it because new is... Like, it's this hipster shit of like, well, new sucks. Old stuff's always better. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like... <sighs> Like they don't enjoy this stuff. They just find it an angle to to, to to milk their YouTube audience. That's all this shit is. There's only one like real there's only one time I really felt that South Park crossed the line. And that was when uh, Crystal Skull came out and they had that episode where Whew. basically, you know, uh oh, yeah. Lucas and Spielberg were assaulting Yeah. You know. And it was very graphic. Like very graphic. And um I remember, I remember seeing that episode. I was a regular watcher of South Park at that time. I remember seeing that episode and being like, "I'm going to take a break from these guys." Um, because <laughs> not I, that serious. No, and it was just like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, and it's, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. That that's that that does. That's why I enjoyed sh- you know Kingdom I'm- of the Crystal Skull because that was a summer movie too, and I grew up with that shit. You know, I mean, I'm I'm probably uh, gonna. I'll, I'll it was prob- always a summertime thing to do, like. Well, not always. I'll I guess only three it, uh, times in my life. I'll enjoy it on Disney Plus. Yeah, well, fuck. I'm seeing that it's not doing great at the box office, and I, you know what? I'm not surprised because people are being more selective mm. because, ev- like, everything is more expensive. Inflation There's is a lot more people. Okay, I'm. You saw it. I'm probably gonna skip it. I'm not. Gonna you see and it I. The theater. Wh- you and I went and I'll saw watch it what? On Disney Plus. The last movie we saw, Flash. The Flash. Yeah. Okay, and there was not that many people in our theater, right? Yeah, we saw it on a Sunday afternoon. I did okay. So I saw. I guess I saw mine on Monday over the holiday weekend yeah. uh, afternoon. But mine was packed. Well, yeah, because of the holiday. Which is yeah. interesting because I still had the fucking road of myself. Well, that's what people said the opening box office was not great. I was like, yeah, but the Fourth of July is on a Tuesday, so Monday and Tuesday they're probably going to make a lot of money. Which is what they were banking on, which is why they put it out around this time. I, this is nothing new. When do you release a movie in the summer? Mm-hmm. Either early May. You can maybe get away with it mid-May, Memorial Day, yeah. you know, like Fourth of July. When are we just gonna learn that the easiest way to show movie studios what we don't want to see is by not going to see movies that fucking suck anymore? Like, stop it. Yeah. Like nobody goes well, see. That's another thing like, too. Hey, hey, and that's another thing. Too. Let's all make a pact to not go see Craven the Hunter. I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm, I don't. I will not. No, but like all of us. And I'm <laughs> sorry about the people that worked on that movie. But so, you should. I mean, we didn't review Morbius. Until it hit Netflix, I never touched it until it was on streaming because I was never going to get that. I still haven't. Did, did I you have review not, it? 
Did you watch no, it? Because I fell asleep like three times trying. Oh to watch my it. god! No way! I can't even imagine. It's so bad. Oh, um, seriously, but it sucks. Yeah, Craven. I'm not gonna see fucking Craven. No, fuck the that. She no. looks so stupid. But you're right. We need to start speaking up about. Excuse me. The dog's groaning over there. But yeah, I, I get it. So I'm just again, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm probably gonna enjoy it too. Great, her dog's possessed. I'm just in a spot where I there are some movies I'll just wait for Disney Plus. I, I get it. I, I get it. I think Blue Beetle might be the next movie I see in theaters. You know what's interesting is that I bought myself. Okay, so we each bought ourselves a large popcorn uh, at uh, the, the Flash. Flash, right? Yeah. Okay. Because you wouldn't share. No, I just didn't want to. Because <laughs> when we had we shared a popcorn at. Uh, Spider-Verse. Guardians. Or was it Spider-Verse at Flix? Yeah, Spider-Verse. So we shared a popcorn. That fucker was gone before 20 minutes was uh, over in the movie. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm going to make sure. Now, did I don't. I can't remember about The Flash. I didn't... I think I ate most of my popcorn. I don't know. I, I ate all mine. I had a large popcorn for this one, and I did not eat, like, that much of it. Like, this is how much of it I ate. No, I don't I'm know why. I can see that. <laughs> Anyway, wrap. I ate about I ate about a quarter to, of the to, uh, to bucket, wrap it up, uh, which is funny because I I could really go for some fucking hot butter popcorn right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I had some Skittles. Bill Clinton says, "All right, all right, I'll give me some. We'll play the saxophone oh, and give ourselves some poontang. Popcorn poontang. All right, <laughs> and egg McMuffin to go. We got like two drops. All right now. Episode. Oh baby. All right. Hey, hey. Um, and egg McMuffin. Shut up. <laughs> See. Ventura quicksand applies to all the impressions, my friend. It'll get it'll suck. Let's fucking stop it. Let's do this. Suck you in like a vacuum. All right, so you gotta remember to. That's a dirt devil. You you gotta remember. You gotta remember (laughs) to not panic. Not panic. Give me your hand, Tyler. I gotta pull you out of the quicksand. Uh, Wrapping it up. If you were give it like a grade A to F letter grade, what would you give it? You know Uh, what? Better yet. Scale of one to five whips. What would you give it? No, I'm gonna give it a B plus. B plus. So that's like what? Two whips? Three whips? Uh, I, no, I, okay, B plus. It's it's. I, I mean, it's better than Crystal Skull. Um, it it re. I I think at times it reaches the um the heights of the first three. Um and in the level and of of intense the action sequences are are by far some of the better ones I've seen in a while in movies. Most of it's practical, um, which is why it looks so good. And 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 there's chase scenes that like you know are just I, I can't give it an A just cause I just I don't want to I guess I don't know why A minus B plus where are we at Stick to your guns, man. Stick to your whips. Well, I really liked it, though. I mean, it was really good. It was no. Shut up. B plus. Sure. A minus. B plus. Let's give it an A minus. I gotta take. I gotta take some. I gotta take something off for the. uh, There was some stuff in the in that first twenty minutes that kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. Um just because of the quality of the things and what they had to do to make it look like he was 40 again. Um, but overall, like, I mean, it was exactly what I wanted out of an Indiana Jones movie. It was a, uh, they, they dealt with the things that took place in the crystal skull as far as like marriage and kids and all that shit, uh, in such a way that I cried at the end. I cried hard um and it was really beautiful i heard it does a really good job of um wrapping it up uh yeah uh does a really good job of him passing the torch or and or showing a good way of showing an older character a troubled older character like have some you know redeeming moments i'm trying to say this without getting spoiled myself so anyway a minus B plus, A minus, A minus. I'm I'm totally okay giving it an A. Come on, you hate. You want to live forever? I just I really liked it. I I have I have no. There's again the the if there's anything about it, there's just moments. Now, okay, I, I will say this too. There was a moment, um, there was a scene that took place in like the 50s, 
like 10 years later, okay, and it's a flashback, and her dad is involved, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character's dad is involved, yeah. um, and it's important to the story and everything, but Harrison Ford, that really took me out of it, because he they're suppo- they were trying to make him look, you know, like 50 or 60, I guess, but it wasn't like as much or something does that it was hard like the way that they tried to make him look younger than he is but older than Indiana Jones has ever been just did not work right so he was in shadow a lot in that scene which is fine yeah but that was again there were there the only real criticism i have i think didn't john williams score it i think so yeah took came out of retirement came out of retirement all right, Tyler. I loved it. I let's, loved it. Let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk about um, some news I saw this Revolution! A movie that I had heard about, but I kind of forgot about, because mm. uh, it, it was a Disney Plus original movie. Mm. Uh, it's this movie called Crater. So it was released two months ago just for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're already removing it from the service for tax write-offs why it's why don't you sell it to pluto i don't know why these it's the same thing with batgirl i don't know why they just rather I'm throw these movies in a garbage okay. bin i guess uh but it, it started to sp- uh, spark a conversation online and i kind of wanted to have our own discussion about it because mm-hmm. i think there um i think a lot of people don't realize how many really good movies are um, cult classics or movies that weren't necessarily box officely, you know, box office. John Carpenter's the thing. John Carpenter's thing, great Perfect example. Perfect example. Pretty much dude. anything John Carpenter's done right? has been extremely underrated. Fuck. Um, but it, yeah, I, I, that's I, what I mean. So, so I argue I, that no, I, I want to. Bo- well, no. Here, why? Because if they're just gonna make these movies for their streaming service and then take it off. What's there to say that any movie has any chance to build an audience? Because there's movies like Asteroid City and Cocaine Bear that are doing well and that have, you know, kind of made it into that cult classic status. Um, anything Wes Anderson does is a cult classic right off the bat, really. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, but... I, I, I get what you're saying, but how did the cult classic start in the first place? Drive-ins. Well, the cult classic started with drive-ins and video uh, and video rentals. Yeah, no, well, that's what I mean. When when blockbusters in its heyday, that was a bit like VHS home video. That was a big. So, deal. do you think and we're gonna was, get back to a point where people are gonna mass produce VHSs and send them out to people dude, and shit? Dude, I why I'm, not? Right? Listen to me. Listen, I'm telling you, if they keep pulling this shit, get some VCRs. People are gonna go back, not VCRs, but people are gonna go back to physical media. They are going to go back to Blu-rays and 4K HD shit because we were just talking about Yellow Jackets. Like, I want to see that, but I'm never gonna pay for Showtime. And if people want to give me shit about having a Blu-ray collection or anything like that, and no Showtime. Time. Here, Don't start a streaming service, god damn it. Here's what I'll tell you right now. At the very Showtime least, Plus. in the very least in my house, I have three different Blu-ray players. <laughs> Dude, come on. Did that go in the thing? Ripping your cheeks Did that all go? over here. Did that go? Yeah. Oh. You I thought these every, were omnidirectional. I'm trying to have a conversation and you're shitting your pants. I'm not shitting my pants. Do you think I was, I was sitting in shit that I'd just be sitting in <laughs> shit? No, I'd go up and wipe Whatever. or Point something. Point is, I, I, I think Did I you see both sides to it in a sense that I see that um, th- there are, there's still a chance for that cult classic thing, but I would not be, look, I don't necessarily think we're going to have a return to Blockbuster, a return to <laughs> traditional Netflix, but I wouldn't be surprised if Blu-ray sales go up or more people buy physical media because I... At this point, it's like you might have to because everything just gets fucking taken off for just tax purposes. And this is what what artists have said for years. This is what happens when it's when Disney owns everything and Warner Brothers owns a bunch of shit. Because eventually, yeah, they'll just start selling their shit off. Like what? They'll just start just saying, "Oh well, everything needs a fucking MGM Plus and all this other like everything needs a fucking streaming service." No. And then everything, oh. It didn't make enough streams in two months. Let's take it off the fucking website. Like, what are we doing? Why? Yeah, why? I mean, is there a cost to have that 
movie available? Like you said, on let the it, servers let or it something. Go up on, that somebody made point, sure, yeah. Somebody pointed that on Twitter. There should be a copyright law that if these if Batgirl should be able to be put up on Pluto for free. Yes, yes. We don't need to pay for it. Free. It should be up on YouTube if or whatever. If it's finished, fucking throw it up, dude. Yeah. Because of that, you are you as a company are accepting a failure and de- saying you don't want it and you can't make money off of it. Then just give it away. Why? Why let it's it just, the same fu- just sit in the garbage it's bin? It's the same know? fucking concept as these fucking capitalist fucking restaurateurs and shit, dude, that have been doing it for fucking years. And I dude. never saw this movie. I don't have or an opinion. Or grocery stores like fucking Hy-Vee. Yeah, I fucking said it. There goes our yeah, there goes my, oh, there goes my fucking job. <laughs> Brought to you by the Hy-Vee Studios. Fuck shit, shit, shit. Back to the show. Yeah, um, Hy-Vee. but <laughs> but it it is frustrating because I never saw this movie Crater and I didn't know anything about it. Me neither. Now I can't. And if I ever, yeah, if I ever want to watch it, I can't. And it's silly, and it's a, it sucks for the artist. They're not even going to put out a DVD because or a Blu-ray Tyler, because that costs them money to do that. It's like we talked about last week with the Spider Verse stuff. It's like these people are are saying these things and making these decisions without actually making the movies themselves. Yes, and, and that's well, that's the way it's been done for since Hollywood been, has been. That has been the business. Yeah. Yes, but I think we're all as fans and as consumers of this art understanding that these fucking guys have no fucking business doing this shit if you're if you they should not be in charge of this if you can build and the there's still opportunities out there too and it's but it's hard mm-hmm. but it is possible to build an audience independently and and impossible to to do it your way it's just the problem is you got to fight with for your right to party uh, but you got to compete with these bigger corporations that have a lot of more, mo- lot more money than you do. A lot more money, regardless of how successful your campaign will be, they're still not going to have the, the level of money that Disney has. Or, yeah, you know, and and it it is it can be done, and it's but it's hard to do, and mm. I think. It's going to still be a long time before, because like, you know, we talk about cult classics, you talk about it being with drive-ins, but it had a huge, like we just said, Tarantino was a cult director, man. Like everything that, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, like are you kidding? Like they defined, like when I think of, when you think of a cult classic, do you think of Tarantino? Because that's immediately where my mind goes. Reservoir Dogs, not Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction was more bigger budget, yeah. Pulp, no, Pulp Fiction had the weight of a movie studio behind it. Yeah, it, it, right. it was. It was still here. Here's how I'll put it: there was two two big directors really defined the '90s for me and for a lot of my generation: Tarantino and Kevin Smith. You got Kevin Smith on the comedy side and Tarantino on basically the you know the noir side, if you want to, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or the or the uh, say- or the uh, or the. Um, the quirky crime story, whatever. Um, Caper. You had Clerks, which was great, and then you gave Kevin Smith a bigger budget, and he made Mallrats, which, in hindsight, is a better movie than it was when we first saw it. When we first saw it, we were like, what the fuck is yeah, this? It was awful. And it was a cult classic. It is now, because now, I, I don't know how it changed in my mind, but... I still look at Mallrats as a failure because Kevin Smith um, did what a lot of artists would do, probably me included, which is, ooh, I have more money. I can do it the way I want to, which is not necessarily always better. Now, even he, but even he said when he got the budget, he thought it was too much. That's, but he's admitted, he has definitely said, like, you know what? The problem with Mallrats is that I had a bigger budget and it shows. And that's exact because he was used to doing like guerrilla filmmaking. He's all, then he got like a movie studio he, budget, like, like millions. Yes, he's always been really his his biggest sell to studios is he's able to make movies on a small enough budget right. that even with a bad weekend they can most likely make their money, like at least break even. Or mm. you know what I mean? Like he was he. And I so I see what you're saying, like with him and Tarantino. Like they- Ballrats is really good, but here's the thing: is that when Pulp Fiction, when Tarantino got a bigger budget, he basically hired bigger actors, and he he couldn't pay him. 
but he was able to draw him in because he had the the movie studio behind him, and he had a bigger budget. But <sighs> Pulp Fiction is a superior movie to Reservoir Dogs in the way that Mallrats is not superior to Clerks. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Despite having a bigger budget and and a movie studio's weight behind him while he was making it, Pulp Fiction still turned out to be a Tarantino movie. Yeah. And Mallrats turns out to be a, a movie where... It's still a Kevin Smith movie. I fucking... Mallrats is actually one of my favorite one of his... Um, because like, as I've gotten older, like I've, I've understood a lot more of it and, and the, and it's so, and Brody fucking, uh, Jason Lee is so fucking classic. Um, but it's just cult classic. (laughs) Mind blown. Stick around. And the the whole, the whole scene, uh, the whole dating show scene is just fucking classic too. Um, but it covered pretzel. Right. But again, like you have to look at it through a different lens, like club dread. Uh, have you ever seen uh, yeah. um, Broken Lizard? Okay, the first time I well, saw that, Super Troopers was a huge. Super cult Troopers was fucking great, dude, and um, it still is. But uh, Club Dread, I, I saw it the first time, and I was like, "This sucks." I'm not a horror movie guy, and I literally took it at face value, which is it's a horror movie, but it's not. It's spoofing horror movies, but it's also really graphic. Okay, yeah, so. My, I, I was working with a guy a couple years after he came out, and I was like, and we were talking movies, and he was like, Club Dread's one of my favorites. I'm like, oh, dude, it sucked. And he's like, are you fucking kidding? And he, he basically said, like, you got to watch it like like this. And I had it uh, at home, and I went home and watched it that night with that in mind, what he told me, which is basically, dude, you, you know, it's, it's making fun. And it made so much more sense to me, and I laughed my ass off, I mean, dude. How did you not catch that with the shit button? Thing. Exactly, dude. Yes. Or the no, it was the cum button. Uh, yeah, I Hot mean, Hot Rod had the shit button. I'm not, I'm not, you know, huge into Club Dread, but I'm just and Hot Rod, I loved immediately. Um, That's a cult classic. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think that cult classic is going to die out. I just think, I think this is. It Ultimately, this this writer's strike, the cult classic story the question, you know, Disney owning everything, all of these things are going to lead. They may be troublesome now and may look make the landscape, uh, the entertainment landscape for, you know, small creators look really, really intimidating and really bad. But I really do feel just like in this country with the politics really swinging hard right. It's a last gasp. It's a fucking final hurdle before the real good shit, dude. I promise. I I really do feel like all of these things are moving us toward a place where fans are more in control of what content we see rather than... Well, especially because the, it's the narrative of... Sorry, I interrupted. I'm done. Oh. Uh, well, it's the go get woke, go broke shit. It never is true. It's never been true. It, no. no, because, well, I think a lot of people are realizing that demographics are changing hard. I think a lot younger, like at younger ages, more kids are culturally aware and politically aware. And I think that's reflecting our art because God, I hate to tell you this, but it's kind of obvious. Art reflects the time that it's being created. So I'm just, you know, oh, I hate it when they have modern themes. Hey, oh, okay. Everything has yeah. modern themes. Let me let me just give you guys a little history lesson here. I was watching gonna... Dave the other day, because <laughs> um, I want to I want to explain how times change and shit. I was watching Dave, and there's a moment. Uh, it's obviously mostly dramatized, um, the but it's show, Dave? Kevin Klein. Oh, the movie. Y- yeah, where Sorry, he's president. No, no, I forgot that. Yes, no, I forgot. I was like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> He looked at me. He looked very upset. In that pregnant pause, he's just staring daggers like, little dicky, what the, the fuck? fuck? Did you just he's just trying to make a joke. You fucking dickhole. And so, there, there's some a guy the, you know. There's a moment where they're in uh, the Senate chambers or whatever, and, and it's dramatized, obviously. But the makeup of the um, of the people in the chamber is still largely representative of what it was at the time. And this is like early or like mid to late nineties. Okay. Less than 30 years ago. Less. 
And there wasn't, there was maybe one or two black faces in that entire fucking chamber and maybe three or four female faces. Okay. Ah. That's less than 30 years ago. Okay. Now when I was growing up, you know, yeah, uh, the makeup of people when you went out like in crowds and stuff like that was, you know, the bigger the city, the more, uh, the more diverse the crowd yeah. is and everything and that you was can cool always tell the big yeah the bigger cities are always and that's cool diverse. and i've enjoyed i i enjoy i don't know why you don't i don't know why people don't enjoy like meeting people from different cultures and learning, learning about other things why the fuck don't you enjoy that why do you have a problem with that because you're boring i guess you want to hear something crazy huh mattel Let's do that. Is getting serious about the movie business. Fucking hell. Are follow along? Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. Oh, yeah. According to a, a, a piece in the New Yorker. Oh, the Yulia. Mattel has the most insane thing I've ever heard. Writer's strike. Screen actor's strike. T- all this stuff. All these strikes. Pff, we don't care. Mattel is planning to make an estimated... 45 movies based on toys. 45. So, uh, as we as we all know, Barbie is coming out later this month. Uh, but that is which looks really good. I saw we saw funny. the theater. Uh, we saw the uh, preview. We're going to see that instead of Oppenheimer. Well, actually, I said Blue Beetle. I might try and see Oppenheimer in theaters. I'm going to see Oppenheimer in theaters. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Barbie's going up against uh, Oppenheimer, so we'll see how. Or that should goes. you know what? Should we do a double feature? <laughs> Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. <laughs> yeah! Fucking copyright, motherfucker. We're just fucking two Ken. We got. We're bringing the Kennergy to the atomic. I'd, I'd bomb. love to tell you who her boyfriend is, but I don't. But dude, I don't think I can. Dude, dude atomic Kennergy. Dude, atomic Kennergy. Yeah, Barbenheimer. Part of me does want to do that because that so, sounds so stupid. Because what? what a tonal change in right? movies. Which one would you see first? Well, either, yeah, because no matter what, you're going to be emotionally just bleh after Oppenheimer. So, I mean, like. Would you do the <laughs> Oppenheimer and then Barbie to, to top off the day on a high Barbie note? Barbie would be a good palate cleanser to the Oppenheimer. But then what do you see after Barbie? The floor. <laughs> Rise of the Beasts. No, that makes me want to throw up <laughs> again. Optimus Primal. Uh, Ron Perlman. No. Uh, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Peter Cullen. I love him too. <laughs> little bitch. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it is. Barbie looks good. Barbie does look funny. Uh, I did not know until the last trailer that they've been showing that Will Ferrell was in it. There's a shitload um, of people in it, yeah. dude. Oh, it's, my God. It looks God. ridiculous, um, but in a good way. Um, so there's two other ones we have a little bit more details about, and both of them do it. Mattel, please make these movies because this sounds insane. Mm. So Barbie has you know what it's doing, which is clearly going to be more of a comedy. I think it's going to be a little bit more adult. Barney, as in the big purple dinosaur, Barney, Will be produced by Get Out and Nope Star uh, as a Daniel Kaluuya, who also played Punk uh, Spider Punk. Yeah, and uh, he was in Black Panther. Uh, so he is like, yeah, he's really serious about producing it, um, and he's going okay. to the the Barney film will be a bit of a more adult oriented and have an A twenty four type quality. So that's going to be a little bit more horror vibes. Um, I'm thinking maybe a little bit more. Of Five night at, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of vibe. Um, I guess. Somebody said something about this, but I think it's interesting that we have like a resurgence in like surrealist horror, and surrealist horror is kind of getting more of a foothold because there's a um, Hereditary and Midsummer or Midsummer. I'm not sure how you pronounce that one. Uh, he also did uh, Bo is Afraid. I can't remember the name of that director. But then, yeah, Jordan Peele had Nope and Get Out and um, uh, what was the other one? Us. You know, it's kind of sure. crazy that, like, that's, we're seeing a resurgence in that genre. And if they're going to do it, do it. Like, make it fucking weird. Go for it. 
Because honestly, I don't really think I would see a comedy about Barney. Like, is he gonna be a real? Thi- I don't. I don't know how the fuck they're gonna make that. I don't care enough either way. I just think it's funny that they're even attempting. No, I, I mean it. that's fine, but yeah. Honestly, no. I'm applauding Mattel because they're doing something different with their property. Yeah. They could just make another no, fucking uh, Barney family movie. I, I think it was Greta. Gerwig. She's the yeah. She's directing. She Barbie. said she was like, I couldn't believe we when we had the script finally written, we were like, there's no fucking way Mattel will let us do that. And when we went to them and they started not only embracing it but offering suggestions that were actually really funny, it was like holy shit. Like the fact that this her- is actually we're actually going to be able to make this. Yeah, that's good. Good, good on you, man. If if they truly commit. And go like full hog on this like horror movie style uh, with Barney. Sure, I'll see it in the theater, dude. I'll support it because they're trying something with their IP. I'll see it in the theater, man. I will totally. Because you know what? And I'll you'll bet your sweet ass I'll wow. see this next movie. Wow. So as we're keeping with the theme of the, the 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 three that we know that have really been in talks, Hot Wheels is getting a movie now. Tyler, when I think of Hot Wheels, I think of realism. So, uh, Hot Wheels will be produced by Warner Brothers and J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. Oh, our friend J.J. So, he's probably not going to direct it, but he will be producing it. So, J.J. goes on to say this, and this is what made me laugh so hard and be, be like, do it. Quote, for a long time, we were talking to Mattel about Hot Wheels, and we couldn't quite find the thing that clicked that made it worthy of what Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels that title, deserved. Then we came up with something. Emotional and grounded and gritty. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> Do it. Who who said that? Do it. Who said that? JJ. Oh, fuck. Do it. Do it. Please. Mm. Do something new with your properties. Sure, 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 sure. Sure, 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 whatever. Sure, 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 whatever. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Do it. Sure, do it. Sure. Why are you so upset about Hollywood? <laughs> Who fucking cares? It's a fucking car. It's a little toy fucking car. Why do we need to make a movie about Hot Wheels? Let's make a sh- let's make a movie about a fucking goddamn board game called Battleship. Why? It's not even that interesting of a fucking game and unless you, dude. You, dude the dude, only reason dude, Battleship is fun Tyler, is if Tyler. You, what. The best part about Battleship it's about naval battle, but they had to bring in aliens because they wanted to release that movie worldwide. <laughs> Even though there's a ton of American patriotism in it, they still want to release it in China um, or whatever. um, So they had to fight aliens instead of a foreign country. You do realize that unless you really like the person you're playing, uh, or the only time that Battleship has been fun to me is when the other person I'm playing is like older or younger than me. Like to clown on some clown on some kids. No, no, no. It's just it's more like. you know, the older person usually lets the younger person kind of w- win a little bit. So when you're older, you get to, you know, like... Do you whip out Battleship? I'll beat your ass right now. I don't know if I want to play Battleship with you. Wow. All right, let's play. Okay, you can't handle let's it? Let's play. Let's do it. Whip it out. Here we go. <laughs> wow. B- B4. <laughs> um, oh, damn it. Hold on. Right in my chin. B4. No. But, uh, you, you stall him. Before. Before. I mean. Pew, pew, quip. Pew, pew, quip. It was worth it. Uh, did, did you like how you said stall? No. I was like, I'm going to repeat what you said. <laughs> no, actually, uh, no, bat- never mind. Battleship is fun, uh, but, it's I mean, you didn't need movie. to make a fucking movie out no. of it. No, you're right. None of these need to exist, and that's why I think it's funny, and I'm like, just do it. Who cares? And if you lose, it's even funnier to me, because it's like, Mattel has too many franchises, clearly. Um, but not every, and I agree, not every toy needs a movie. You sell the toy perfectly fine without it, but the fact they're like, let's make a gritty and grounded and fucking, no. You know what I th- saw a commercial for and a show that I was like, I would watch that just because I find that interesting. It's a show where they take these like real life cars and try and modify them and make them into Hot Wheels. Nice. Which is fucking cool. Yeah. I'd like, watch that. Sounds good Give to me. me that. Don't give me a movie. Give me that. <laughs> I don't know what that's on. I think it's on Hulu or something. I want to watch it. But anyway, that's the three that we know about. But here's some other ones just to name off here. Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket. I don't know what toy that is, but that's getting a movie apparently. You don't think, think you're... Be glad you don't. What is it? Should I look it up? No. 
I'm going to put it on the video, though. So Somebody had the bright it. idea, and this is actually brilliant, of making a toy that is easily lost that kids cannot fucking live without. And they made billions and continue to make billions of this toy that's about that big. And everything that she is uh, oh, plays with wow. and everything is, is about I'm, that I'm big. I'm looking it up now. Oh, dude. Bri- fucking brilliant, dude. They're going to make a movie out of that. Great. You know they made it still blows my mind they made an Angry Birds movie, but here we are. He Man, that one makes sense. I watched a He Man movie. So what is Kevin Smith just out? What I mean like a like a separate thing. Like that Netflix thing. Whatever. Its own thing and whatever. I guess. Here's a, another one. Do you remember a major Matt Mason toy? Nope. I'm gonna look this up. Because Tom Hanks is yeah, apparently I, attached I, I heard. to the major Matt Mason toy. And who the fuck is that for? Who's gonna know what that? But who, you know, you do know that the people who played with that are like ninety now. Yeah, they don't go to the yeah, fucking. Who movies. cares about major? Oh, fuck, major it's just Matt a generic Man. astronaut. Like, what are we talking about? Um, here's a, and this one has nothing else attached to it. This is just a list: American Girl, Big Jim. I remember Big Jim. Chatty Kathy and Betsy Wetsy. <laughs> magic Eight Ball. How are you gonna make a Magic Eight Ball movie? Unless you make it a horror movie, and the ma- wait a minute, the Magic Eight oh, Ball is oh, an AI like up. Hal, and you have don't to give add, them any ideas, don't encourage and then them. The AI responds. No, algorithm. no, no. Matchbox, don't, dude. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. They made that movie. Yes, I have it on Blu-ray. Yes. it's called Real Steel. Yes, it's a fantastic movie. Idiots. Next, and just for just 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 <laughs> to prove my point. Yes! And another. Yes! Nice. Yeah. Um, Thomas and Friends, so Thomas the Train Engine. Uno! How are you going to make a fucking Uno movie? <laughs> Viewmaster! No, you know what? Viewmaster! I want to see the Uno trailer, and it's going to be two people, like, they're, they're both chained to something, and whoever <laughs> wins the Uno game, like, doesn't die, right? And, and like, the guy's got one card left, right? And it's like really gritty and stuff. And there's like, and he's like, I, I call red. Uno. And the other guy goes, draw four. You know, just like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end. Ah, the, no. When he does that. Oh, and Wishbone was the last one. Fuck off. Where's the goddamn Operation movie, Milton fucking Bradley? Yeah, Milton and Bradley. Where's the Hungry Hungry Hippos movie? This is stupid. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Yep. That's what I say to Mattel. Uh, Good luck. And may God uh, have mercy let's say, let's, let's say good luck. And uh, if you are looking for any young filmmakers to break out on one of these movies, um, Jake and I are available. Right? Yes! And if you and if we have to, I'll eat your ass. <laughs> I'll try. I'll I'll fucking take a stab at making the Uno movie if you give me a budget. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's it for tonight's show. That's it. Well, um, no, that is it. Well, I was gonna say something nice about you, Tyler, but I felt like we don't need to do that for the show, do we? Right. Oh yeah, you know, I guess not. Do you have a um, long box? Not really. Tyler, how much? How long? What about are we this? Here? Long. It's a long box. <laughs> the look on your face, like we did that last week. I know. I just every I haven't listened. Uh, how much? How, how long is this show gone? Episode. As long as it needs to be. No, I'm saying how long have we gone so far? About an hour. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. You know no, anything you want to talk about? Not really. I think we uh, talked <laughs> about everything we need to. Um, you know, we had a, a good holiday weekend. I had three days off and uh, wrote another song. Uh, so I'm talking about going great songs. Music. Amazing T-Bird. Amazing T-Bird. Wherever you stream stuff. Oh, I uh, put out that video uh, about Spider- uh, Marvel Spider-Man mm-hmm. on PS5. I'm pretty happy with it. It was a fun video. Can't wait to keep making more. I like doing it as like a once a month type. As an homage. 
not even close to what I was talking about. But I was I was saying that it was um, what nice whatever thing, whatever. <laughs> trying to be fucking humble. You're over here being a dick. Sorry. Well, it's just I mean, you, what are we doing here, man? I. I liked it better when you had like a rundown. When you started giving me like a word for word script, I was like, uh, you know, that's when I was like, I'm going to wipe my ass with this thing because, I mean, I'm not going to do a word for word script, bro. I didn't here. give you it. Dude, come on. You you gave me a, hey, you should say this. It would be funny. I'm like, not anymore because you made it up already no, like a hundred years before the wow. goddamn sh- It's got to be fresh and off the cuff. A hundred and two episodes. And this is where we're Don't at. give me no word for word script, yo. It's okay. No, it's not. It's not okay, man. You know what? You know what, man? I'm just... I got what I paid for. I'll pay a love job here with Jake and Tyler.